Hi, and welcome to Journeys to Belonging podcast with host Dr. Eileen Winokur, featuring awesome educators and leaders who share their journeys, advice, and personal stories about feeling a sense of belonging. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Journeys to Belonging. On today's podcast episode, I have somebody really, really special. And she's special, uh, especially for the moment, because the kinds of things that she's doing and the reason why I invited her onto the podcast as a guest is because she's talking about all the things that we need to hear right now and giving wonderful advice for teachers and students. And uh, Erica Sandstrom, welcome to my podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh my goodness, thank you so much. My heart just exploded with gratitude by that introduction. And I, and I thank you so much for this opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> you're amazing yeah. Too. I follow you, uh, I think it's amazing. Thank you, yeah. I, I don't think we've known each other a really long time, even on Twitter or social media. Uh, we either met through Evo Hannon or maybe Barbara Bray or a combination. Uh, but anyway, it's so exciting to have you here. I didn't Thank really you. say too much about you. So I'd love for you to introduce <laughs> yourself and talk about the things that are important to you. Okay. Um, well, great. Um, well, uh, like she said, my name is Erica Sandstrom. Um, I'm better known as Green Screen Gal. Uh, you'll see all my shenanigans, mostly on Twitter and Instagram. But um, I'm, um, I've been teaching for 30 years. I am, I've taught everything from third grade up to eighth grade, uh, all subjects, actually. And now I teach a digital media class and have recently taken on being the digital learning coach for the middle school here in Peabody, Massachusetts. Um, I'm also the co-founder, or actually I'm the founder of um, the Mindful Superhero Club, which is a club that I started here at my school where we practice mindfulness and yoga and all these wonderful things. But my club is actually known, um, there, it's at Club Mindful, if you, if you look it up on Twitter. Um, we're known for our videos and all of our social emotional learning and mindfulness uh, videos that we make um, using the green screen. And um, I'm also a yoga instructor, so that's how I got into that. And so I teach mindfulness webinars. There's a bunch of them out there right now, a bunch of free ones for people. And I teach PD in my school district. And I also teach online courses for green screen and video production. So if you wanna learn how to do all the crazy things we do, please come find me. Yes, <laughs> I know. It's one thing that I haven't really gotten into that I'm curious about. So perhaps when, uh... When things yes. settle down a little bit more, I'll get into it. But yeah, yeah you touched on definitely some of the things we're going to talk about during this episode, because I'm really interested in finding out more about the kinds of things you're doing with mindfulness, SEL, with students and with teachers. So, mm -hmm. but the first question I like to ask all my guests is when I say the word belonging or feeling a sense of belonging, what, what comes to mind? Gosh, that's such a great question. And so, and that's a, such a powerful message that that you're helping to to um, cultivate. Thank you. Um, what comes to mind? A couple things. Um, the first thing that came to mind was Maslow's uh, hierarchy, uh, because you know belonging is on 
there as one of the basic needs. And I certainly know that it's, it's, I need it too. Um, but I, I heard, I've heard you talk about it before. I do believe that self-actualization, actualization, I can't say that. <laughs> yes. I hope yeah. you, can you cut that out? Anyway. Self-actualization. I, yes. That is a tough one. <laughs> yeah, I, it is. Apparently today it is. Um, but anyway, that it should be first pretty much. So the other word that comes to mind is mindfulness and how, um, in order to, to be able to understand your needs uh, for belonging, you have to you have to start off being mindful about right. your own emotions and how and how you're feeling and um, what you need. So I always yeah. tell people, as much as I as I love the the hierarchy, we have to start with mindfulness um, just to figure out how we already feel and what's already going on. If that makes yes. sense. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And actually, I've never really thought about mindfulness connected to belonging in that way. And I really like the idea because in order to be able to focus on yourself first, which really is that self-belonging that you have to, you need to have that mindfulness. So um, one of the things that you're really, uh, that you're, you're doing right now, and I know you've done for a while, is supporting teachers through this very difficult time with mindfulness, SEL, and so forth. Can you talk about some of the things that you're doing and also what exactly does that look like in your world? What, what things are, do you feel are really important that teachers need to know right now in order to feel better about what's going on? Wow, yes. Um, it does start with us as the educators. And I'm a huge, uh, I don't know if it's the yoga background or what, but a huge believer in energy. And if our energy isn't well, it's, it does affect others around you. Um, right. I always ask the kids, I'm like, have you ever seen someone arguing and it, you walk by it, it feels like daggers and you can literally feel it. Mm -hmm. And so um, I, I try to teach the teachers, not only just what self-care really means. It's not about uh, getting a bubble bath and, uh, and a massage. Um, yeah. That self-care does include the hierarchy of, of needs and, and belonging especially, but also just their energy and how, um, so what I do is I teach uh, a series of mindfulness workshops and actually they're on Wakelet for free. I already have four on there with Mizba. We go through them and so mm -hmm. we start off with one for just what is mindfulness and um i can give a, a really strong message about that in a second mm -hmm. and then we go to self-care and we break it down and we actually do live breathing techniques and everything wow. um and then we get into movement we're doing one on movement with uh, not just yoga but tai chi and all kinds of things you can do because mm -hmm. there's so many ways to move your body to get that stress mm -hmm. out um and then um we'll get into uh, more aspects of it too, like how kindness and compassion and empathy play a part. Right. Um, but I always tell, the first thing I always say to people is if, you, if you're feeling anxious, you have anxiety, you're worried about the what ifs, which we all are right now. Yeah. And I do too, every day. Uh, you're living in the future. And you know, I know you've probably heard this before, but if you have uh, regret, shame, guilt, um, all the lower emotions, um, you know, you're, you're living in the past and all we really have right now is the present moment. And if this, yeah. if this pandemic can teach us anything, it's, you know, we need to be more present than ever. 
And when we're in those swirls, um, uh, oh gosh, why am I going blank right now with the, with the energy? Oh, Abraham Hicks, okay. Abraham Hicks. She's the, mm -hmm. she's the best person to follow for that. But when we're in that swirl of anxiety and we're, we're worried all the time, we're really missing mm -hmm. our lives and yes. our poor bodies are suffering. So, you know, as much as I love to get into all the pieces of, of, of mindfulness and self-care and all that with people, it's basically like, let's stop and breathe. I'm teaching them where to put breathing bubbles. This morning's lesson was a breathing bubble for the students on the computer um, and how I wanted them to do some artwork on the computer while they're watching the breathing bubble and doing some breathing and just wow. making people connect to their body uh, yeah. just to help them be still. And it's just, it's chaos out there. I know here in New England, especially, and you've, you've lived in New England. So, you know, the energy up here is crazy um, right now. Just we're all uh, with the news and the elections yes. and everything. Yes. So, yeah. Um, I don't know if they answer your question, but, but yeah, absolutely. Know, I'm, yeah. I'm helping them find free apps. Like right now, Headspace is free for teachers. 10% mm -hmm. happier is free for teachers. Calm is incredible for educators as well. And for kids, um, Smiling yeah. Mind is out of Australia. It's one of the best meditation apps for mm. kids. And I just, I just think it's more important than ever right now. And, you know, just, yeah, to I'll, I'll make sure to add all of those to the show notes so that people can find them. And um, yeah, I think the whole idea of being present and being mindful, but you're right, it's difficult. It's easy to say, okay, be mindful, but what does that look like? So it's, it's, yes, it's wonderful that you're able to say, okay, let's break it down. Let's just do some breathing exercises. Let's mix that with a little bit of art. Let's try to be creative because the creative processes will, sort of get us going and put us at ease. So it's yeah. this whole idea of how can we focus more, but mm -hmm. not focus on the, on the things that are gonna make us more anxious. Right, exactly, <laughs> right? exactly. And yeah, you can't expect to go, uh, just like Abraham Hicks says in the, in the energy scale, that's something people should look up, absolutely, energy scale, yeah. is if you're, you know, there's certain emotions that, with your energy that are uh, literally at science, are better for you than mm -hmm. um, the lower emotions of shame, guilt, and, and all that. For example, anger is actually higher on the scale and a little healthier than shame and regret. And um, she explains it better scientifically, but um, so what you can do is you're never gonna jump straight to joy, but you certainly can jump to another emotion, say, okay, um, boredom's up here and, and um, so I can't think, I have to have it in front of me. Uh, what can, what, what can I think about right now of a time when that emotion happened? And then you switch your gear also wow. in these, in these things, we also teach people a lot of ways to, uh, for, uh, Mel, uh, what's her name? Mel, um, Mel Robbins. She does a talk show here. She does this thing called the five second rule where you literally, let's say you're, you're in bed and you wake up, it's Monday morning and you go through that whole list of things that you, you don't wanna think about and you start your day that way and you spend the whole day trying to pull yourself out of it, out of the yeah. spiral. So she says, um, she explains it a lot better than me, but five second rule is you basically say five, four, three, two, one, and you snap or you clap or you just, and you jump out of bed and think, what do I need to do right now? I need to go take a shower. Yeah. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. And it, and it's, she, it, it's proven that it shifts your brain mm -hmm. from the worry to the, to your frontal lobe. And 
um, just gets you back. And yeah. another one, um, my friend Eileen, she's a hypnotist, uh, hypnotherapist, and she um, in the MISBA with MISBA nine wakelet, she taught something where you put your hand out in front of you. Mm-hmm. Much easier to see it, but um, yeah, because the thing you're worrying about, like the news, or they just you know, my town is going red this week in the red zone. So. Uh, whatever you're worrying about, put it out here and then you bring your hand in right next to your face above, uh, in front of your face. And yeah. you say, what can I do right now? Right now I need to drive to work. Okay. It's out there. <laughs> you come back in and it's, it's, yes. it's hard to explain in words, but if you watch. No, um, I remember seeing her do that during yeah. that. So I would highly recommend if people are curious to, to look for that. I think it was the second. Yes, yep, was, yes. Uh, just put in wakelet self-care and you will find it. And yes. Eileen is the, is the other guest. Yeah. On that. Yeah. I remember she oh. sort of shared some techniques with you, which were really good. Um, right. Erica, you also mentioned that you're a, a bit influenced by your experiences with yoga. And I know that for many people, that is a really good way to recenter, to calm down and so forth. Um, you've been doing it for a while. How did you find yoga? Or did it find you? And how do you use it in your own life to sort of recenter? That is a great question. No one's asked me that in a long time. Oh, I, wow. love, <laughs> love, I love telling that story. So thank oh, you. Good. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I'm glad to give you the opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, actually, it, it's kind of nuts because I, I was a weightlifter many years ago. And I actually was an instructor for a class called... Um, group power. It's, sim- it's similar to body pump where I had like a Britney Spears microphone on and yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, wow. our tricep steps. And we had all these yeah. crazy rock songs. That were- and uh, with my energy, you know, obviously I have a lot of energy. It was fun, mm-hmm. but I wasn't working on flexibility. And this is before the big yoga. Now that yoga, everyone does yoga now. Um, but um, I remember the yoga instructor came to me and she said, Erica, why don't you come to a yoga class? So I went and I was as flexible as steel and I was embarrassed because here I am an instructor and I couldn't even do a down dog or anything. And I, yeah. and I, I literally almost walked out of the class. I was so, you know, and that was my own issues to deal with. And mm. she, she came after me after class and she says, and this is the advice I give everybody, give it three classes, give it three classes and then tell me how you feel but don't give up. And literally, and I promised her, I went back within six months, I was certified and I have been teaching yoga for 18 years now. Oh goodness. Wow. Yeah. And it's like, but the thing I also tell people is right now, it's not just about exercise. It's really not. It's about restorative yoga. Yeah. Google restorative yoga, chair yoga is something I've been teaching our teachers because we can do that over zoom, um, Mm -hmm. chair yoga. Um, and I have a lot of this on uh, my wakelets and things, but um, okay, good. any kind of restorative where you're sitting on the floor and you're opening up your hips. I mean, women, we carry 90% of our stress in our hips. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah. And like, I yeah. do this with the kids on zoom. You'll even see Mizba and I in the first episode where we're literally stretching like this and you just see arms. <laughs> so I'll have a full class of kids on zoom with just an arm in the air. If their other arm is touching the floor. I put yeah. that on Twitter the other day. Good. So yoga, um, when people hear yoga, a lot of people think, oh, exercise, and, and, and it definitely has that. But right now, there isn't a person, I think, on this planet that can't benefit from some type of, some type of yoga, whether it's chair yoga or, or something that your body will allow you to do. 
especially yeah. I mean in restorative yoga and get a big pillow out <laughs> oh right yeah I mean in terms of it's good to know that sort of the differences and what to focus on but I, I you know if you look back at the ancient practices many of those ancient practices are the ones that we really need right now um, yoga meditation those kinds of things it's not just for us keeping in shape but it's also for the mind to be in shape and if yeah. we actually, since we're talking about mindfulness, yoga really helps you, mm -hmm. right? With, yeah. with your mindfulness. Oh, absolutely. Because if you can get your body in sync with the breathing, um, there's your mind, body, spirit. And for spirit, that's when you do things you love. That's like mm -hmm. following your Dharma. Like right. if you want to lift your spirit, think of something that brings you extreme joy. It could be ice cream. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it I mean, could be so something simple. Doesn't it have to be complicated. Yeah. <laughs> no, but our bodies, I mean, I catch yeah. myself slouching a lot. And now that we're on the computers more now, so ergonomics. So I, you know, I recommend chair yoga for people. I've worked with people who are yeah. handicapped and they chair yoga is wonderful for them. It's no, um, good to know because yeah. I know my cousin had invited me. They're doing Zoom sessions and I've just sort of, it's not at a great time. But I uh, now that you mentioned it, I think I'm going to try it. Please she do. Says it's, she says it's great. It's so fun. I mean, we, if, if this was a, a visual uh, interview, I would make everybody do it right now. We could. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe I'll start doing them just for that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I think I think I actually want to start a chair yoga Zoom session, just a, a volunteer thing. Just come join me. And, oh, that would be fun. Her. I would definitely join Erica, oh, even if it was in the middle of the night here. All right. <laughs> Yeah. I promise I'm going to hold you to it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, one of the other things that is a major part of what you're doing, and you've mentioned it a couple of times already, are your students and students in general. And there, um, I know you've, you started the Mindful Superhero Club. Uh, you mm -hmm. talked about at Club Mindful and mm -hmm. the things that you're doing with your students. You mentioned a couple of times when you're teaching your students, you give them breaks and things like that. So how did the Mindful Superhero Club get started? What kinds of things do you do? And um, yeah, just fill us in on, on the background to that. Well, thank you. I love talking about this stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Club Mindful um, started because I, I, my journey to mindfulness was really interesting. Uh, I actually, uh, I don't know if I have time to tell the whole story, but I- That's okay, take your time. I, okay, great. I, I was, um, in Canada visiting my my best friend and it was six in the morning I'm at the airport and I have a direct flight from Toronto back to Boston and so I was exhausted you know my friend Rita and I we, you know stayed up too late and all that but um all of a sudden when I got there I had an assigned seat and I got up to the counter and they said I'm sorry ma'am you need to step to the side there's there's an issue with your ticket and Next to me was this lovely gentleman with these, I remember bright blue eyes and this British accent. He just kept saying, oh, because the same thing happened to him. Uh, he was also bumped from this flight. He's yeah. like, oh, I wonder what adventures we'll have today. Oh, I wonder what this, the universe is leading us. And I'm, this is before I studied mindfulness. As a yoga instructor, I thought I was mindful and I was not. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't. And um, so anyway, we did get bumped from the flight. We watched the watch the plane go away. And oh, then there was no. a third person too. Yeah, we all had seats. And now I know that the universe put me there for this reason, because look where I am today with this. Right. But what happened was this man, 
he kept saying all these positive things and he was so excited for the adventure of it. And, the, and I was just like the victim. I'm like, <laughs> oh, it was Sunday. It wasn't like I had to get home. You know, I'm like, oh, I have to get home. I have laundry to do, da, da, da. I can't believe him. And they couldn't find us a flight that was direct. Like they wanted to bring us to Arizona and back to Boston. And so it turned into this, this you know, good news, bad news thing. And at first yeah. I kind of became victim to it. And then the more I hung out with him, I was like, you know what? He's positive. Let me try this. But I noticed, I, I actually took out my Deepak and Oprah 21 day meditation challenge. Wow. I started listening to it and he goes, excuse me, is that Oprah on your phone? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, that's interesting. And I'm like, okay. And then a few minutes later, I, I don't know why I said this to him. I just said, you are so positive. You remind me of the dog whisperer. Mind you, I've never seen that show. And I'm like, why did I say that? And he goes, well, that's interesting. Come to find out this man, like I said, it's a long story. Yeah. This man, Blaise Aguirre is one of the world leaders in mindfulness. He works um, oh, out, of a, wow. out of Boston um, and he is, he works with teenagers and adults who've tried to commit suicide more than once. Like he works with people, but he uses no drugs. He uses mindfulness as his uh, therapy, but he is in the movie, Mindfulness the Movie. Oh. Um, yeah, mindful. it's called Mindfulness the Movie. It's yeah. different than it. And it has Deepak Chopra in it. The Dog Whisperer's in it. Sharon Stone and all the, it's a documentary you can watch. Oh, wow. So this man, Blaise Aguirre is now my, um, he is my personal mentor to mindfulness. So since that happened, Amazing. all these things have come about. So the kids, yeah. the, the club, I just said, oh, when I started practicing, mindfulness um, saved me. I, I'm a, a woman with ADHD and uh, was you know, undiagnosed most of my life. And yeah. without it, without the breathing, without all the things I've learned from him, um, I wouldn't be where I'm at. So I started the club and then I wanted to spread this joy to the kids. It turned into more because I am known as green screen gal, like I told you. Yeah. And I feel like if you want kids to learn compassion, you want kids to learn social emotional learning skills, you want them to learn um, kindness, you have to give them an opportunity to practice it. Right. And when you give them that opportunity creatively, yeah. it can do wonders. For, for example, uh, one of the first ones on my Twitter is a boy in the, the glitter jar. And this specific student- I love that one. <laughs> People need to check it out on, yeah. at Green Screen Gal, yes. Um, well, he, he wanted to, I, because they got to um, pick their favorite activity that we learned in the club and create a video for it. And he wanted to make a glitter jar. So he came up with the idea and everything, and it was so much fun to film. And he has ADHD like me, and he, uh, it's adorable. So basically he's inside the glitter jar and he's teaching, and uh, there's elementary schools now that use the slower version as a, as a meditation in their classrooms. Um, I have kids um, like this girl right here that you can see behind me. She made one on negative self-talk where oh. people put themselves down all the time. Uh -huh. And it's called, put your brakes on that negative self-talk. Um, and basically the superheroes in their green capes, they come save the day of a girl and who's putting herself down. And they're like, put those brakes on that negative self-talk. What could you say instead about yourself? Everybody oh. makes mistakes. And, but what's powerful to me is when I hear students that aren't even my students who've seen the video in the hallway at the lockers saying to their friends, put your brakes on that negative self-talk. Oh, I love it. 
Yeah, it's a long story, but I'll tell you, it, my heart explodes every time I see yes. them. Or I have, I purposely pick kids that are kind of bullies to write a script about bullying. They don't know yes. why. And it is, it's so powerful. So we, yeah. we make these videos, we share joy, we share kindness, but we also are teaching not just breathing techniques, but social emotional learning through creativity. So that's yeah. what this club's about. We also volunteer, or we did before COVID at assisted livings and sometimes really? hospitals. Oh, yes. wow. So the club, we go there to, because yeah. I want to bridge the gap with the generate, you know, I want that yeah. to happen. And, and Is it an after office. school club or? Yeah, it, it's an after school club, um, mm -hmm. but it's, it's now turning in, um, my district wants me to put it in every school. My dream is to have this club in every school. Oh, it would be wonderful. Oh, teach, gosh, I can teachers. see it. Yeah. Well, that, that I literally when green screen met my mindfulness obsession, it was like, this is where all the opportunities have come from. Cause I really want to have yeah. a club mindful and I want to train teachers how to use the green screen so they can make these videos with us. And, and, uh, the kids love it. I don't yeah. they love it. So tell, tell me a little bit more because I, I, I know what green screen is. Mm -hmm. I've never really used it, but uh, what I want to know is how you got into the green screen videoing mm -hmm. and why you, why is that the creative outlet that you feel is helpful to the students and to teachers to use to be able to get the mindfulness and SEL into the classroom. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think back of when the first time I, I figured out how to use a green screen. So a green screen um, is just think of the weather girl on TV or the weather, the weatherman or the weather person right. <laughs> on television and you know how they've always had the superimposed map behind them. Mm -hmm. um, I always thought I wanted to be a meteorologist because I took a course in college, but I think it was the green screen I was obsessed with. And, <laughs> Probably. Uh, it was. It was weird. Yeah, and then I, I think I, so, I yeah. Well, what happened was it was about six years ago. It's been a while. I stumbled across um, a couple of the apps of the doing mm -hmm. green screen app and vscope actually I stumbled upon these and I tried it out one day I had this green sheet that I or green tablecloth or something I had. Yeah, and, and this was before any educators were really doing this. This was a while ago. Uh -huh. And I, I sometimes show that clip because it's the worst green screening I've ever done. <laughs> It's all over the place and the, you, you know, but I'm running from a dinosaur and I can't even express to you the joy I felt. It was you know, every time I'm and on just the just being screen, able to create, being able to create, but yes. what's come from that yeah. is watching these kids, whether they're on the green screen or not, it's mm -hmm. just as important to be behind the camera or the one on, especially in the doing gap, um, doing the, um, the manipulating and, and the, and the figuring things out. Um, yeah watching their problem solving, watching their social emotional learning, uh, the sure. teachable moments. Mm -hmm. We had a video we wanted to make on I statements and the kids started arguing. So I swooped in and oh. caught I statements live as they were writing a script about I statements. So the, the opportunities mm -hmm. for social emotional learning is getting the shy kids to really come out of their shells, even if they're mm -hmm. not on the camera. Um, the kids just to watch them use their higher level thinking skills more than they do these days. It's just, yeah. I can't, it, just watching them yeah. figure things out and, and, yeah. and the trial and, and giving, error. giving them voice. Absolutely. Right. It's voice and choice. Them. They're so creative. If you just give them the opportunity and guide them. 
Yes. And guide them. And it's easier than people think. And yeah. um, when I teach my courses, um, these online courses, people can find, um, or even some of my webinars, as I let the teachers feel like the kids, mm-hmm. I want them to feel like the kids and play because that they oh, have nice. to learn, they have to learn, sure. they have to go through those processes the kids mm-hmm. go through to create. Yeah. And um, sort of get, get over themselves too, if they're not comfortable with it, because many of us aren't comfortable on camera. They're not necessarily right. comfortable with new technology. Um, there's always a fear that it's going to be too yeah. complicated or take too much time, right? Yes. Well, there's only two emotions, I think, on this planet, fear and love. And, oh. <laughs> and, <laughs> Interesting. and if we can get, and fear comes out in a lot of ways, but um, yes. I work with teachers too, and, and it does start with fear. But yeah. uh, I also, when I teach video production, I tell people, and I tell the kids this, because middle schoolers don't always want to get on the green screen. But what I do is um, Kid President and Brad Montag, Brad Montag is like my hero. He's amazing. Watching his videos has taught me so much. Yeah. For example, getting on a screen and talking, no one's comfortable uh, turning a camera on and they have to talk. So we don't do that a lot and we don't film in one take. We have kids point to a speech bubble and do a voiceover. So people, my students are much more comfortable going like this to a really cool speech bubble that they drew in Google Draw and then we do a voiceover on top of it. So- nice. Or we do a lot of silhouette things. Uh, you'll see that in my banner and Twitter is yeah. kids are shy. We turn them into a silhouette and we have, you know, all kinds of creative ways to get kids on a green screen where they don't even necessarily have to do much. Um, it's, it's so powerful. And yeah. I, do, you, yeah. do you find that once they're comfortable and they see that it's not so intimidating that they end up getting more comfortable with being yes. on the screen? Oh, do they? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They do. It, it does. But I have learned my lesson that I, I have to start off with telling them exactly and showing them exactly what I'd love them to do. Keep it simple. For uh-huh. example, um, for one of Evo's videos, I had some kids on there with their masks on. They were doing the, I had six uh, for my, I have a 90 seconds of ed tech. Um, mm-hmm. I did, I needed them to hold up the numbers uh, one through six. So one kid's just going number one. That's all he had to do. You just have okay. to hold the one and point to that. And he was so nervous at first, but then when he went back and watched the video, he was so excited. And now I can't get him off the green screen. Oh. <laughs> so it's exactly, what happens. Yes. Yeah. it's exactly what happens. And, yes. uh, but like I said, there's a lot behind the scenes. My most powerful green screening though, and you will see this in all my videos is Achilles. Achilles is one of my students who has Down syndrome. He's a um, one of my special needs kids, he, on the doing app, his, first of all, his fingers are really short. He can't mm-hmm. type, but on that app, he can manipulate and put himself in the car with Barney. Cause he loves Barney. Uh, he can plan things out. He plans all of his green screen. He knows exactly what he wants. He has a vision. And, um, his teacher said, we've never seen him problem solve like this. Wow. Never seen him be so for someone like Achilles to be able to do 99% of his projects. Yeah, that's a powerful tool. Yes. So, look at I, how I, accessible it is. Yes, right. That, that's if the you, if you know how to break it down, yes, and you're you know not overwhelmed by it, you can really find the solutions. I love that. Yeah, 
Yeah, because you know answer. you could do all the kinds of close captioning and the emojis yeah. and and there's so much to do with with the videoing and then having that green screen and being able to create things that you that aren't really there is really amazing. So I imagine when students see it, they're amazed also. Um, if if so. teachers could provide this opportunity as a project over what they normally assign. I mean, right. it's not necessarily as easy right now because of COVID, but there are ways to yeah. use the green screen technology. Like in WeVideo, you mm -hmm. don't necessarily need a green screen. Um, oh, nice. There's, there's a lesson I teach called the no green screen, green screen project that I oh. like out there. <laughs> I and like it's that. Super fun. It's super fun, but the kids yeah. do not need to have a green screen. And, um, but also like for every subject matter, not just for what I use it for, but for example, yeah. social studies, mm -hmm. you can have them go back in history and- right and be there and uh, turn it black and white. And uh, that's on my website, actually. There's a free lesson plan you can download of how to um, make a black and white green screen scene okay. with your kids. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about the, all the different ways people can find you, especially those, uh, the YouTube and your website and so forth. Um, we're almost coming to a, an end, which I'm really sad about because this has been really fun and wonderful. I've learned, <laughs> I've learned so much. Um, is there any other advice that we've sort of either missed or you haven't had an opportunity? I know you've given a lot of really great advice so far, but is there anything else that you want our listeners to know? Um, well, I, I just want to send love and light to everybody. And I want people to, including myself, to remember to breathe. Um, if you do nothing else, just get a breathing bubble. Calm has one. Calm breathing bubbles, awesome. There's one on the Apple Watch. Um, there is a Google Chrome extension called Mindful Break. You can put it in the corner of your computer because it starts with that and, and stay as present as you can because there yeah. are so much out of our control right now. Um, and as far as all your semen belonging, there's so much, um, but that could be a whole nother <laughs> talk, but uh, just, you know, like Anna uh, Savarino has, has said, that we need, you know, people are thirsty for understanding and being understood. I heard her say yes. that many times and finding our commonalities and celebrating our differences right now. And, and um, like the kindness coach says, you know, um, if you open a door or I, I've said this too, this was a story I tell a lot. If you open a door for somebody and they don't thank you, did you do it for the thank you? You didn't. And, and there's so much going on right now. We don't know what people are going through. So um, I know that was a long sentence, but the, the kind of, no, we that's are. okay. I think it's really important for us to focus on those yeah. things right now. Focus on yes. being kind to ourselves too. Kind to yourself. Yes. Give yourself a break. Yeah. It's okay to relax. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Great. Giving grace, yes. uh, understanding that, you know, some, some days are going to be good or some moments are going to be good and some moments aren't going to be so great and sharing them with others, uh, mm -hmm. instead of keeping them to yourself. Uh, and hoping, you know, that others will understand and, you know, sort of have a, a shoulder for you or just to be able to listen, not even to solve anything. Sometimes we just exactly. need somebody to listen to us, right? Teachers have a hard time with that sometimes. I know I try to solve everything, but that's great advice. And I just want to commend you on what you're doing for the whole theme of belonging, because we, oh, that you, is something Erica. we all especially need. We're all in computers now. And so reach out join Facebook groups, join Twitter, join Twitter chats, just yes. people are there for you, so. Yeah, and def definitely if you aren't following Erica, green screen gal, 
yet, be sure to follow her. So yeah. that's that's where that's the last thing I like to ask my guests is uh, where can people find you if they want to hop off this podcast? And I'll also include it in the show notes, but I want to be sure that you get to tell people where are the best places to find you. Well, thank you. Um, it's kind of a theme. Uh, GreenScreenGal.com, uh, GreenScreenGal on Twitter, GreenScreenGal44 on Instagram. I have a Facebook group. I'm starting uh, Green Screen Gal Fever or, or Green Screen Fever. I can't remember what I called it, <laughs> but uh -huh. yeah, you'll find, you'll find me. And um, definitely uh, oh, also uh, please subscribe to my YouTube channel because I'm, uh, my uh, Club Mindful is going to be posting lots of fun things and also look for my courses coming out. Um, so you'll, oh, you'll find, you'll, if yeah. you find one of those places, you'll figure it out, <laughs> but thank you. They'll already uh, mentioned, huh? Okay, uh, sounds good. Erica, this has been really special. Thank you so much. And yes, if I ever do go to video, then you'll be my first guest. I make a promise because definitely yeah. we want to make sure that you're able to show people the kinds of things that you're doing. And so uh, that may get me into video. Who knows? I hope so. I'll work on you. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thank you.